You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes to help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode features audio from a session of the latest PodPros quarterly event. To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 176. And now please enjoy today's episode. No one likes rejection. In fact, Entrepreneur Magazine wrote an article in 2020 titled Five Fears All Entrepreneurs Face. And guess what was number three on that list? Rejection. Rejection. So our advice? Avoid it like the plague. Look, people, uh, give people a reason to embrace you, not reject you, right? When Alex asked us to talk about what it takes to become a sought-after podcast guest, we thought it'd be a great time to talk about why guests are rejected. We've all felt it. We've all had that happen, right? Because you know, if you know why you're rejected, then you know what you need to do to fix that, right? Exactly. So there are two reasons we're really excited about this topic today. Number one, we specialize in personal branding. It's all we do. We're so passionate about how we and you show up in the world because it impacts a lot of things. And one of those things is getting on podcasts. Exactly. Number two, we also have a podcast and we get a lot of requests to interview guests. And we've seen a lot of things go wrong with that. In fact, we're going to talk about six common reasons why you might be getting rejected as a guest. So we're going to share those with you right now and teach you not only what they are, but how to overcome them. So here's number one. Your message is vague or unclear. So when podcast hosts are seeking guests, they need to know what value you can bring to their audience. After all, if your goal is to be an expert guest on a specific topic, what specific message do you have for their audience? Yeah, think about it like this. It takes a lot of work and commitment to run a good quality podcast. You guys know that, right? And interviewing everyone will never work. It doesn't work for them and it doesn't work for you and it doesn't work for your audience, right? You need guests that fit a specific agenda. So if you don't really know what that message is, hosts tend to dismiss you pretty quickly as they're going through their, their potentials, right? If your guest description includes things like, I work with people to improve their position in life and achieve their goals, your message could be way too vague and unclear for. It is very vague and unclear. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. It's well-meaning, but it's not very specific. So ask yourself these questions. How do you work with people? Which people do you work with exactly? Exactly what do you do for them? And in what ways does it change their lives? Right. And when you don't have all of that dialed in, your pitch tends to sound desperate. Mm -hmm right? More than authoritative. Remember, a good fit in podcasting is just like a good fit in dating. Uh, if you have to try too hard to make it fit, it probably is a bad fit. And desperate. Nobody wants to be Nobody. desperate. No, no. Number two, your topic is not compelling or unique. Okay, let's assume your message is dialed in as far as your business goes and what you do, but that doesn't mean that a podcast host considers your message important enough for their show. For example, if you were teaching people how to, say, trade cryptocurrencies, what are you doing that is different from everyone else that is talking about cryptocurrencies? And how should that change the viewpoint of the people who are listening? 
Yep. When the subject matter is compelling or unique, podcast hosts tend to just grab it up right away. I like this topic, for instance, six reasons most podcast guests are rejected. It's compelling, right? It's different. And instantly you want to know why. Yeah. And number three, your topic is unrelated to a podcast theme, right? This one is really a no brainer, but sadly, it happens all the time. And I'll share another example. People reach out to us all the time to promote like their new book or their new course, et cetera. And they don't realize that their product is not at all what our podcast is about. No, no. Our podcast is really about how their own story impacted that product and how they use their personal brand to promote that product, mm-hmm. right? So on our PodMatch profile, Our podcast topic is successful personal brands. Yeah, and this is our ideal guest criteria, looking for coaches, authors, podcasters, speakers, and other entrepreneurial experts who have a well-defined personal brand and want to share how they have started and grown their businesses as a result of their personal journey and what they are known for. Pretty specific, right? We want those personal brands that have done something, right? We want the personal brands that are recognized that their business is based on who they are and and the journey that they have walked, right? And that's what's important to us. So, all right, moving on to number four, reason that you may get rejected as a podcast host is your topic competes with the host's business. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. We see this one quite a bit, actually. And you've got to ask yourself, why would someone want to have their direct competitor on their show? Yes, there are some rare circumstances that you might consider that, but all in all, it's just not the best move. No, uh, you should have people on your show who complement your business uh, or profit from your business, like ancillaries to that business, uh, experts that are dealing with your clientele, that your listenership, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right, number five, your online presence is inconsistent. Think about it. People always look you up online before considering any type of business relationship, including podcasting. And in this case, you're pitching yourself and also sending them the links to your website, your funnels, your social media channels, et cetera. So, you know, if they see different messaging and different imagery and different calls to action everywhere they look, well, they might actually think you're pitching yourself as a multiple personality disorder yeah. expert. Okay. <laughs> you don't want that. No. Unless that's, of course, what you do. Well, exactly. Because that's your podcast, right? <laughs> but yeah. you, you want it to be what you do, not what you are, right? Exactly. <laughs> right? It reminds me of when I got started. When I first started working with Tanya and she taught me the personal branding uh, principles, I had like six, seven construction trucks on the road and they advertised our company on the sides. And we began to look at it and realize that several of them had a different logo and some of them even had a different phone number on it. So it would not, the message was not consistent, even though they were out there in the public eye. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that brings us to the final one. Number six reason you may get rejected as a podcast guest is you don't have a press kit. Okay, that's pretty important. A well-done press kit is one of the greatest assets of your business. That says to the podcast host, you've got your stuff together, right? Mm -hmm. And it includes everything 
ironically, that you're going to need to go into your Podmatch guest profile. Okay. So if you don't have all those items that go into a professional press kit, yeah, in other scenarios, some people might not notice that you don't have everything it takes, but I can promise you this, they always notice when you do have everything put together. Absolutely. Numerous times we've heard these words from other podcasters. Man, I wish everyone had their stuff together like you guys do. It's a huge compliment. We Mm -hmm. thank you so much. And we want to teach other people how to do that. So how do we fix these things and avoid rejection? Yep. So you avoid rejection by using our 3D formula. Okay. It's, It's simple. Define, develop, and display your personal brand. We're going to walk you through these simple steps now. And what you'll notice is that all six of the reasons podcasts could be, a guest could be rejected are answered in this formula. So pay attention. You got it. All right. Number one, the first phase is define. Before you search for potential podcast matches, you need to know one thing is your ideal customer profile. Well, why your ideal customer profile? Because you'll want to make sure you're talking to the same audience as your podcast host is talking to. If you're on a podcast to serve as an expert on a specific topic, who will benefit from your knowledge on that topic? Yeah, you want to appear on the right podcast. And remember, it's not just for the benefit of the podcast host. It's for your benefit also, because one of the things I love about podcasting is the cross promotion that happens in this industry. It's really awesome. So you want that to be correct. Mm -hmm. So next, still in the defined phase, you want to make sure you can offer knowledge and experience that no one else can offer. In other Mm -hmm. words, What makes you different? You don't want to be floating out there in what we call the sea of sameness, where everybody just kind of looks the same and sounds the same in a certain industry. You want to be the one that's very different. And that's probably the number one thing podcast hosts are looking for is that differentiation. I would agree. And the final thing you're looking to create in the defined phase of the of the formula is you're trying to create a 75 mile an hour view of who you are or what you stand for. So otherwise, something shiny to get somebody to stop and pay attention to what's going on. These are the elements of your brand that people see first and they make a decision like that based on that initial view of whether they want to engage further with you. Yeah. So if you think of it this way, I think it comes into a full, clear picture. Think of your brand like a book, okay? But your brand is your story, right? But you cannot in any way fit the entire story on the cover of the book. Nobody would read it and no one could. (laughs) So what you've got to make sure that the cover does is have this captivating image and captivating words that draw you in for the first time, that 75 mile an hour look that says, This is interesting and encourages people to want to open that book and read the first page of the book. So think of your brand like that. You can't, nobody's ever going to see all elements of your brand in one place at one time. They're going to see parts and pieces of the brand and you want to make sure they're cohesive and that they capture attention right away. Exactly. Now let's move to the second phase, develop. This phase is made up of your brand messaging and your brand imagery. Yep. Podcasters are going to look you up online first, right? Even starting in Podmatch, that's an online portal. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that your message 
and image are congruent with what you stand for. Your messaging, well, it consists of things like an elevator pitch, your biography, uh, your topics of interest, to name just a few. Mm -hmm. Your messaging is simply your story. Uh, put together in a very concise and pointed way, though, right? As Mark Twain once said, uh, if I had had more time, I would have written you a shorter letter, right? And you, we know what this means. Good brand messaging communicates the most important things very quickly, very efficiently, and with the proper emotion. And you do need to stop and take time or seek good help to help you be sure that that message is correct. Exactly. Now let's move on to the imagery. Okay. This is simply nothing more than what does your brand look like? You know, what's the image you want to portray to your ideal customers? Your imagery, well, it includes things like your brand colors, your logo, your background images or elements, and last but not least, photos of yourself. A picture's worth a thousand words, right? But you want to make sure that it's the right image paired with the right words. And when you complete the development phase, you now have all the puzzle pieces, if you will. We call them branding elements that you will need to begin to market yourself, which brings me to a very big mistake that I see people make all the time. I was actually guilty of making this mistake, too. People try to market themselves before they brand themselves. They market themselves before their brand is built. And that's why frustration levels are so high when it comes to marketing. That's why so many people will say, and I again was one of them, marketing just doesn't work. <laughs> it's common. A lot of things get blamed when your business doesn't grow or when it grows in the wrong direction. But the truth is, most of the time when you think that it's a marketing problem, it's actually a branding problem. I'm going to repeat that, okay? It's worthy of it. A lot of times, most of the time, when you think you have a marketing problem, you actually have a branding problem. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you why. There's a difference between marketing and branding. Marketing is using different vehicles or platforms out there to get a message out to your ideal customer. It can be a social media post, Google ads, a billboard, a postcard, you name it. It's a vehicle to get a message and image out there. However, the message and image that you're putting out there that's your brand. That's your brand. So that's why you've got to really dial that in. Okay. All right. Now the third and final phase in this formula is display. So now you've got your message and image all dialed in. It's time to put it out there, meaning everywhere and consistently. Remember those two words. Everywhere and consistently. <laughs> You now have all the elements ready for a press kit, a professional press kit, which means your pod match profile can now be completed with great confidence and your best image forward. Yeah, without getting rejected, right? That's exactly right. No rejection. <laughs> so, so let's recap the six reasons most podcast guests are rejected. Number one, your message is vague or unclear. Dial that in. Number two, your topic is not compelling or unique. Number three, your topic is unrelated to the podcast theme. Number four, your topic competes with the host's business. Number five, your online presence is inconsistent. No multiple personality disorder. <laughs> and number six, you don't have a good professional press kit put together. Folks, we hope that this helps you get accepted and not rejected in this podcast world that is growing every day. 
Yes, by the second. So a huge thank you to Alex and Filippo. Alex, thanks for asking us to cover this topic and help you dial in your business, your brand, and your success. Folks, listen, this is about prosperity. And when we say that, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about the full 360 of an abundant life. We truly wish for every one of you out there building those podcasts, okay? We know at Brandface that prosperity favors the bold. So we say be Be bold, bold, folks, especially with your dialed-in brand, and especially in 2022. Thank you, Alex, and thank you, Ms. Tom. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 176. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.